So, like I said, I just want to share a few words with you, words of encouragement uh, to bless you. Uh, today, I've just been sitting in Second Peter uh, chapter 1 and just encouraged uh, by the, the scriptures and, uh, you know, just going out from that base. And I believe that this is a word that will encourage you. You know, we've got to make an effort in our relationship with Yehovah. And uh, as I've been meeting with different ministries and things over these past few days, it's amazing to see people's desire to do more, desire to step out and just to do that extra to make a difference. Do we care about the brokenhearted? Do we care about the needs of others? You know, we want our heart to be aligned with the things that are aligned you know, with Yehovah. So anyway, I'm just going to read the scripture and we'll just see where we go here. And I pray that uh, we will be blessed and encouraged because, you know, we have a God who is a God of hope and he wants to strengthen you today. I pray for such an outpouring of his spirit today that the Father will raise up a people of prayer that, uh, you know, we can stand uh, as a, a strong people to make a difference for the gospel. Do we know who we are in Messiah? Because these are key things that the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to us. Hallelujah. So Second Peter, Father, thank you for your word. We ask, Father, that as we just minister on this word for a short while, that you will just set our hearts on fire and minister to each and every one of us. Father, wherever people are watching right now, Father, whatever people are going through, may you encourage them in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. So I want to jump in verse 3 on 2 Peter chapter 1. And, uh, you know, it's, it's dealing with calling and election. You know, we're coming up to the election times here uh, in a couple of days here in America. And, uh, you know, they're out there campaigning, trying to get people to make decisions based on the election. But do you know the election that has already taken place concerning you. You are elected. Hallelujah. You are called of the Most High God. So verse 3, His divine power has been given us, has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires or caused by love, uh, uh, lust. Sorry, His divine power has been given us. It's been given to us. It's given us everything that we need. It's because of the work of Yeshua. Now, how many times do we need to be reminded of the work of Yeshua within our lives. You know, sometimes we forget because, you know, what does the devil want to do? He wants to dilute you and tell you you are no good. You don't amount for anything. But, you know, the Holy Spirit wants you to know that there is a mediator, that we have Yeshua, our mediator. And what is our mediator doing? He's standing in the gap for us, even in the places of our failure. And things are very different today in our lives. They're very different if, when we compare them to those of old. We go back into the book of Exodus, and I want to read Exodus chapter 20. Of course, we have the witness of the marriage where Yeshua marries 
Israel at Mount Sinai, uh, Exodus chapter 19, all the way through to 20, uh, is it uh, 20, 23, 24? Um, but, you know, what we see here is we see that the preparation is all in place. Yes, we will. We will obey you. We will uh, marry you. That's what we see in the request that takes place in Exodus chapter 19. Then when they get their three days of preparation and they get in place and they're standing there and the audible voice of Yahovah speaks forth the commandments. In verse 18, what does it say? When the people saw the thunder and the lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain in smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen but do not have Elohim speak to us or we will die. You know, what were they afraid of? What were they experiencing? The, you know, the, the more uh, nearer they got to Yehovah, uh, you know, the, the more they recognized their failings, they recognized their sin. And, you know, Yeshua, he's paid the price for you. He's paid the price for me so that we can walk in the fullness that he has for us. You know, don't forget what it says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. By grace, you have been saved through faith. And it's not by your own doing. It's the gift of Elohim. You and I are called to be in the presence of Yehovah. We are called to walk with him. We are called to know him, to be intimate with him, to be married to the Messiah. We're betrothed in marriage to the Messiah. But here, uh, the children of Israel, when they were experiencing the ketubah, the conditions of the marriage, they started screaming out, we can't take this. You know, Moses, you have to speak to us. We need a mediator. You know, this is too powerful this moment. We recognize, you know, we are filthy rags. And this is what it takes when we come to that place of salvation. You've got to recognize your need of a savior. You've got to recognize how broken you are, that, uh, that your life doesn't count for anything. It doesn't matter what you have in this world. If you have a lot, if you have nothing, if you're good or if you're bad, you know what? Your righteousness is as filthy rags and we need a savior. We need salvation. We need to be saved. And here, the children of Israel, they're like Moses, we can't take this. We need a mediator. Will you speak to us? Yes, we want to go forth with the marriage. We want to be united with Yehovah. But what we don't want is we don't want to stand before such a holy God because we just feel so inadequate. And, you know, we've got to realize that in this scripture that we're reading here in Second Peter chapter 1, it's talking about who we are. How can we stand before Yehovah, and you can go to uh, Hebrews chapter 4, chapter 9, and some other references, 1 Timothy uh, as well, where it talks about how Yeshua is our mediator. And, you know, what is he doing as our mediator? He is standing in the gap on our behalf, just like Moses was for the people. But things are different. They're not like they were of old. His divine power has given us everything we need for godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Now, here's the key thing here. It says, through our knowledge of him, do you know him? 
And these are key things that we need to establish within our lives. It doesn't matter how long we've been saved or what we are going through, but we need to know him. We need to know Yehovah intimately. We've got to know the voice of the Spirit. You know, many people want to do apologetics concerning, you know, is the Holy Spirit real? Is God real? And, you know, we can go through all the scriptures and that's good. You know, we should be able to back everything up by the word. But I want to ask you, is that your only uh, way to explain the reality of God relationship with Yeshua? We should be able to explain because of our personal walk. What is your prayer life like today? Are you one that gets up and gets in the presence of Yahuwah? Are you pressing in? You know, how serious do we take prayer? You know, we've got to be in that place where we recognize just how powerful prayer is. You know, we've got to walk in that place of prayer. And, you know, I just posted uh, uh, a post on uh, my social media platforms today uh, coming out of Florida. It was a, a woman's conference and the praise and worship team haven't even arrived. And guess what happened? There was such an outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh. His spirit just poured out. The whole place started to move into worship and there was no worship team there. And, you know, these are signs of what revival looks like. This is what we need to see happening, not just within our congregational meetings or our conference environments, but what happens if these things explode on the streets, in the highways and byways and our parks. This is what's going to happen, people. And I want us to get ready. But how do we get ready? We press in in the place of Prayer. You know, Evan Roberts, he asked God for a hundred thousand souls. He prayed, Father, give me a hundred thousand souls. And a hundred thousand people came to Yeshua and no one preached to them. And how did this happen? And I like what Evan Roberts in the Welsh Revival, he said, this is one of his quotes. He says, by preaching, I can reach a few, but by praying, I can reach the world. And I want you to think about that for a second when we look at our effort and we look at our busyness and who we are in Messiah. You know, in the Outer Hebridean Revival, in the Scottish Revival, it was an 84 and an 86-year-old lady, two old ladies who were pretty much disabled, couldn't get out of their home, couldn't even attend a local fellowship to meet with other believers. But you know what? They were diligent in the place of prayer. And the Holy Spirit spoke to them and revealed that this is the time. I'm going to pour out my spirit and I'm going to do it right now. And I want you to tell the people, get ready. This is the time. This is what is happening. And I want to encourage you within our effort of, uh, you know, confirming our call, confirming our election. Instead of just looking at the elections that's going on around us, who are you? In Messiah, who are we? Do we understand who we are? And the Holy Spirit wants us to be people of authority. But more than anything, you know, it's more important for me to be in prayer. And sometimes you don't hear from me. Uh, you know, you think, well, you know, is Kenny Russell not consistent in broadcasting and doing the things that he does? No, my consistency is in the place of prayer. And everything else has to come out of what happens in the place of prayer. I want to press in in the place of prayer to receive what the, the Father has for me. 
through these, what through what? The glory and the goodness uh, you know, of the knowledge of what Messiah has done. Through these, verse 4, he has given us his very great and precious promises. Hallelujah. There's so many promises that we need to stand on. I want to read some of the key things of what God says you can add to your faith. You know, some people are trying to work out how to supersize their faith and have greater faith. Let me tell you something. If your faith is the size of a mustard seed, you've got enough to go move mountains. So it doesn't take much. What you've got to do is simply believe. So what, what do we see? We see these precious promises that we see within the scripture so that through them that you may participate in the divine nature. Oh, hallelujah. You have an invitation to, per to participate in God's plan in this world. And the foundation is communication. The foundation is the place of prayer. Will you be a person of prayer? Will you be a person that presses in? Some people are waiting for revival, but hear the word of Yahovah. You can flow in revival right now. All we've got to do is get in that place with the Holy Spirit and press in. And you stay there until the fire comes. You stay there until you're empowered. You, you stay there until you receive, you know, because what are you going to, what are you going to pour out into this generation? If you're not receiving in the presence of Yahovah, guess what? Your cup is empty. We need our cup to be filled and overflowing. We need to know what it truly means to be in the presence of Yahovah. So there's an invitation here today, and that is to, to participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption of the world caused by lust. Let me tell you something. The devil wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your ability. He wants to destroy your calling. He wants to break you down so much. And what's the Holy Spirit saying? Listen, will you add to your faith? Will you take time today on this Sabbath? Will you take time to make an effort? Will you take time to press in to experience the richness of Yehovah? Are you going to get caught up in the lusts of the flesh? Evil desires. You know, you've got to say the flesh. It's not about you. It's no longer I that live. It's Messiah living in me. And these things can be simple to say, but they can be difficult to apply. And that's why we need each other. We need the encouragement of what it truly means to stand together. We need the encouragement to say, come on, you can do this. You can stand. You can press forward. If you will uh, develop uh, the habit of prayer, if you will come into the presence, come on, why not this week set your alarm one and a half hours before you normally get up? Uh, some of you are like, well, I wish you'd just said half an hour. Oh, I, I maybe could have managed that. Maybe if you had said 10 minutes, but listen, one and a half hours. Why don't you try this? One and a half hours and say, you know what? I'm getting up one and a half hours before I normally get up and I'm going to get into the presence of a mighty God. And I'm going to come into the presence of God and I'm going to apply verse 5 of first of Second Peter chapter 1. It says this, for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. Make every effort to add to your faith. For this reason, for what reason? That you are a participator 
of the divine nature of God. My God is a miraculous God. He's a God of signs and wonders and miracles. He's a God that sets the captives free. He's a God that released the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit to us so that we can have victory, so that we can minister, that we can know the very mind of the, the Father, that we can know the will of God, that we can walk in His ways and we can participate in His divine nature. So where does it start? Isn't it interesting? It says participate in the divine nature, and then it says having escaped the corruption in the world. Well, guess what? What's it talking about? It's talking about your testimony. You have a testimony. I have a testimony. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. I have escaped the corruption of this world. It's no longer I that live, but it's Messiah living in me. Come on, make a shout. I don't care where you are, what you're going through. You might be sitting on the bus listening to this in your earbuds. Let me tell you something. Make a shout. Shout to Yahovah. Shout to the Lord. Just take a moment and say, I praise you. I worship you, Father. I come into your presence. I recognize that I don't need Moshe. I don't need Moses to, to speak to me. Yes, I thank you, Father, for all the words that came through Moses. But I'm coming to receive from Yeshua. Yeshua, you're my mediator. I, I, I come with confidence into the presence of Yehovah. So because we are participators in divine nature, because we have a testimony of being an overcomer. Well, why am I an overcomer? Because I'm born again of the Spirit. Hallelujah. I'm an overcomer. That's why I see signs and wonders and miracles. Listen, when I was out praying for people uh, just the other day on the streets here outside McDonald's, you'd never believe what happened. About 12 people just came up to me in the space of a couple of hours. About four of them burst into tears. The Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, started to minister to people. There was only one or two of them who had ever attended a, a fellowship. The rest of people were out of covenant with God. But what did they recognize? They recognized the anointing, the presence of God. And they came over and said, will you pray for me? They want a letter of hope. They received a letter of hope. The Holy Spirit started to minister into their hearts, into their uh, you know, you know, bringing transformation. And, you know, what happens? You see the desperation, you see the heart and the pain, it starts welling up. And all of a sudden, they start breaking down in tears as you're praying, as you're ministering. Why? Because the power, the presence of God is powerful and it's mighty to save. It's mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. Come oh, on, man, it's taken me a while to get through a few of these verses. Listen, the word is powerful. You know, how, how long have we been uh, on this? Uh, I don't know how long we've been on, but let me tell you something. We're just a couple of verses in here, and already we're just seeing what the Holy Spirit wants to say to us. We're recognizing what He wants to uh, speak into our lives. Make every effort. Like I said, one and a half hours. That's the word of the Lord for someone who's listening, someone who's watching right now. The Holy Spirit is speaking to you. If you give me that one and a half hours before you'd normally get up and get into the presence of God, not just to sit there wondering mm, what you have to say, get in and start praying and start pressing in. Get your Bible open, start listening, start writing down what the Holy Spirit is going to say. What's he going to do? 
He will empower you. He will supercharge you in the presence of Yahovah. You know, have you ever heard the, uh, what people say? If you get sleep before midnight, every hour of sleep you get before midnight is like having two hours sleep uh, compared to every hour after midnight. It's got double the value. <laughs> I want you to picture this. Every hour that you get up before you'd normally get up and, and, and just surrender, sacrifice that time in the presence of God. You know, there's many times I go to bed and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to wake up. I can't wait to get up, to get in the presence of Yahovah. You know, this sleep thing can get so tiring, so old, so easily. You know, I want to be living in the kingdom. Listen, when we when we are living in the fullness of the kingdom, in the millennial kingdom, you're not going to have to go find a place to sleep. Hallelujah. Now we're the new heavens and the new earth. What, you think you're going to be sleeping? No, I don't think so. I think we'll be awake and and, <laughs> and doing things day, you know, all, it'll be daytime all the time. Hallelujah. There'll be no more darkness. <clears throat> for this reason, make every effort. For what reason? Let me say it again. Because I choose to commit before God that extra time in the presence. Add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness uh, mutual affection or brotherly kindness, and to mutual affection, brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in what? Increasing measure. This is the day of the increase. Many people want to talk about the increase of finances, but let me tell you something. We are called to increase in the spirit. We're called to, be, uh, to go deeper in our understanding. We want the qualities of what it truly means to be a believer. So you're saved, yeah? But if I don't see the qualities of a believer in your life, if I don't see the heart that's after God to walk in his ways, to be obedient to his promises, to be obedient to his calling, you know, where where are you? You're not going to have that increased measure. And what's that increased measure going to do? It's going to bring transformation to your life, to your family, to your ministry, and to your communities. And maybe for some of us, it's going to supernaturally bring transformation to nations. I believe I'm speaking to some nation shakers. You want to be a, a nation shaker? You know, who does, who does God use to shake the nations? He doesn't use all the people who are all famous. He just uses ordinary people, and he does extraordinary things. The foolishness of this world, God will confirm confound the, the wise with the foolishness of the world. He'll give them spiritual wisdom, as we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Hallelujah. So we just proclaim right now that we will possess increased qualities and an increase in measure of goodness, of knowledge, of self-control, perseverance. Oh, God, grit your teeth as you say it. Perseverance. Persevere. Don't give up. You're right on the, the brink of the miracle. You're praying through and you, I can't hold on anymore. When you've done all to stand, stand firm then. Watch the victory of the Holy Spirit come forth in your life. Perseverance. Man, I love it. 
I love it. Self-control, like, you know, deny yourself, self-control. You know, I'm going to focus. I'm not going to give myself to television and to movies. I'm going to give myself in the presence of Yahovah. Hallelujah. Brotherly kindness. You know, don't just think it's all about you just building yourself. But we need to be those who build in the lives of others. We encourage the lives of others. Come on, let's be an encouragement to others. Why? What's the greatest encouragement you can be to another brother or another sister or to your friends in the faith? That you are steadfast, that you're a solid rock in the Holy Spirit, that they can see the fruits and they, they can see the blessings of God within your life. And it's not just about you receiving the blessings for yourself, but do they see you giving? Do they see you taking what God has given to you and you pouring it out into the lives of the brokenhearted? Why do I love being on the streets? You Listen, when you start experiencing the hopelessness of others, when you get to that place where you're praying with people, and you don't know how to pray because there's no words. Their circumstances, their situations are so deep. They're so heavy. The loss, murder, rape, suicide, homosexuality, divorce, brokenness. What people are going through. And yet... What does God call us to do? Just be there to love them, to bring them to that place. We don't have all the answers. We might not know how to pray with every situation, but we know Yeshua is the answer. So <clears throat> we want to possess these qualities in increasing measure. They'll keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. We are called to be effective and increase in knowledge of Messiah. So come on, let's be discipled by the Holy Spirit. Let's press in and grow by the Spirit. Verse 9, but whoever does not have them, oh, you're just nearsighted and blind. <coughs> They're forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. To him who is forgiven much, will love much. And, you know, we've got to get to that place where we recognize just how much we've been forgiven. And that's why we're doing this series called I'm a Witness. And go to bulldozefaith.com forward slash newsletter. In fact, maybe I've got it in the, uh, the title of this message. You'll see the link to the new newsletter, part four of I'm a Witness. What's the purpose of this six-part I'm a Witness series? The purpose is that we identify what Messiah has done for us so that we know that we rehearse what he has done for us so that we can be effective in ministering the love of Yeshua to others. Because listen, if you're not adding to your faith, you're nearsighted, you're blind, you're forgetting what you were cleansed from. Verse 10, Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. Wow, what a promise. Ooh, what a promise. Could you imagine if the body of Messiah would just get hold of this portion of Scripture and truly press in, truly press in. Maybe some of you that's going to give up one and a half hours before your normal get-up time 
listen, maybe some of you, you're going to create a habit uh, of being up that early for the rest of your life. It's going to be transforming. You will never stumble if we will just be aligned in the presence of Yehovah in the Spirit. You'll receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, the Messiah. Oh, thank you, Father. So we just looked at the first 11 or, or you know, nine verses here in Second Peter chapter 1. I'm encouraged. I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm encouraged because I understand. And, you know, this is my testimony. My testimony is this. I will be found in the place of prayer. I'm not going to do anything just because I can. I'm going to do it because he says. I want to be found in the presence of Yahuwah. I want to devote myself to prayer. You know, in First uh, Corinthians chapter 7, it talks about in the relation to married life, it talks about how we should be with each other. But, you know, it says in verse 5, don't deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time so that you may do what? Devote yourselves to prayer. So how powerful is prayer? It is so powerful. We've got to be sanctified in the presence of Yehovah. We've got to press in. So, Father, I want to thank you for your word. I thank you for this time. What a blessing. What a blessing to be alive today for such a time as this. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to be discouraged about elections. I'm not going to be discouraged about the economy. Oh, you know, it's the end of the world. Everything's all tough and everything's all bad. Guess what? You and I, we're alive for such a time as this. And God, I thank you. I thank you for this opportunity. You've built backbone into me. You've built backbone into those who are watching and listening. That this is their hour. This is, you knew what type of people would need to stand in such a time as this. And here we are, Father. We present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to a mighty God. We worship you. We're going to be transformed with the renewing of our mind. We're going to be transformed with the renewing of our mind. We're not going to settle for the plans of just mediocre uh, Christianity or mediocre faith walk. No, we're going to be transformed with the renewing of our minds. And what's going to happen if we are not conforming to the patterns of this world? It says you'll be able to test and approve what Elohim's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So there's two portions of Scripture that talks about you won't stumble, you'll walk in the perfect will of God. So you someone who's always going through counseling because you just can't get your act together, then let's make an effort. Let's make an effort to be established in the presence of God. Let's make an effort to know the Word. Let's make an effort to... Uh, be effective in our faith because we get to participate in the divine nature of God. We have a testimony. I'm an overcomer and you're an overcomer too. So let's go and be everything the Father has called us to be. May you experience the victory of God this week. May you see his presence increase. May you see just so much added to you in so many ways because of your devotion in his presence. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with this word today. And uh, I want to ask you, pray for us as we are here 
in the USA. You know, this is the mission field. This is the country that used to send people out all over the world. Let me tell you something. I just set up out on the streets and people are flocking because they need answers. They need hope. What opportunities do we have today in ministering the gospel? Will you commit to praying for our ministry? Come on, pray for us. Stand with us. Be friends of the ministry. Walk with what we are doing so that we can raise up others, that we can train, equip, and release. This is what the devil doesn't want. He doesn't want us being effective in evangelism. He doesn't want us sending others to make a difference for the gospel. But you know, if we will come together and stand and say, this is the hour. This is time for us not just to go ourselves, but to take others with us. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Take a moment to put your thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on social media, uh, just uh, like on there as well. And take a moment and share this message with someone. Who could you share this message with? You know, be encouraged. This is your hour. This is your day. Let me tell you something. Some of you will receive revelations that are so profound that will bring transformation to millions of people's lives. All you have to do is be in His presence. All you got to do is come before Him. Anyway, I could talk for another hour or two. I'm blessed and encouraged. I hope you're blessed and encouraged. As you can see behind me, it's starting to get dark out there. Shabbat Shalom from the USA on the East Coast. What a blessing. I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to interact with you. Don't forget, tomorrow we have our Zoom call. <clears throat> and the Zoom call, uh, I'm probably going to have to do the Zoom call on the road because I'm going to be uh, meeting uh, with some other uh, ministry leaders tomorrow morning. I can't wait to see what the Father is going to do. Divine appointments and holy assignments. So join with us. It is 8 o'clock uh, East Coast time. Don't forget the clocks are changing for all you people in America. The clocks are changing. It'll be 3 o'clock in Israel. It'll be 1 o'clock in the UK, 2 o'clock in Europe. In Dallas, it'll be 7 a.m. on the West Coast. Well, you work it out. I can't remember if it's three hours behind. So that's 8, 7, 6. 5 o'clock in the morning, all you 5 o'clockers come and join us on the Zoom call. If you haven't got the link to the Zoom call, just send me a, a private message on social media or email me, Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com, and I'll make sure that you get that link. Or you can sign up to the newsletter, bulldozeoffaith.com, and you'll see the newsletter tab. Just sign up, and you will get an email with the link so that you can join us on the Zoom call. Thanks for uh, being with me today. Until next time, Shabbat Shalom.